What's going on guys? Welcome into another edition of the Ask Tony Show. Today we have a very special guest. He's an entrepreneur, he's an athlete, he's an event organizer. We have Benjamin Pesh in the building. Ben, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for the invitation, Tony. I'm really excited uh, to be here and to share a lot of things and just real stuff with people. And dude, I'm so glad I met you. I'm so glad you DM me that one time. And I mean, like five minutes ago we were talking, I already can tell you're a real and authentic person. So yeah, I'm just really excited to be here. So thank, thank you so much. Thank you, brother. I, I appreciate that. We met not too long ago. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting how the world works. You know, one of the things that I've always tried to do is uh, try to connect with as many new people as as I can. So uh, we're going to get into your event that you are now promoting. But it's interesting when, when you meet one person and then that person kind of helps you meet another person and another person. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, it's so much fun to to find like-minded individuals. Yeah. So I know Dusky, and Dusky, he's, he was actually on the show. You're going to have him as part of oh, your, you had, you had your event. Here? Yeah, so he sat in that chair. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that was a really, really good show. But, uh, Ben, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I don't want to spoil okay. it too much. I know that you're into a, a whole bunch of stuff. But in two minutes, who is Benjamin? Okay, um, I, I think I'm a lot of things. I'm an athlete. I love to compete. I love sports. I love business. I, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a student as well. I love to learn. Um, but the thing that really defines me is that I love helping people. Uh, when I think about like the one thing that makes me me is that I love to give. Like It's just like it makes me fulfilled. It makes me happy. And that's part of my purpose, the reason why I'm here on this earth. So that's like, if you want to know something about Benjamin, I love giving, I love helping. I love, okay, I'm young, I'm 23, you know, but I think for somebody my age, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life. I've been able to learn a lot, to meet amazing people and have amazing experiences as well in my life. And I've been able to choose, uh, I mean, make really good choices as well. So I think for my age, I'm pretty ahead. So that's why I love to help people because I was in the other side of like not knowing what to do with my life and just like messing around stuff like that. So the one thing that makes me is I love giving. That's like the one thing that I can say about like Benjamin. Yeah. And does that come natural to you? Because for a lot of people, uh, and we're going to get a little bit into this, but usually when most people give, it's because there's something on the other on the back right, with the, an agenda yeah there's yeah. something that, that they're trying to get yeah for most people does this altruistic view of just wanting to give and, and that bringing you genuine happiness does that come natural to you or is that something that you had to I, learn I, I it's something that so okay, back in the day i was a really selfish dude to be honest um but i'll start with this what i've learned in life is that the people that are the most authentic and real and love helping they, they want to give, they have the most compassion because they've, they've been in the other side. They know what true struggle means. They know what pain feels. They know what being in hell looks like. Right. So that's why they have so, so much compassion because they don't want other people to experience that or they want to help other people that are going through the same. So for me, it just comes down to personal experience. I'm 23, but I mean, there's always the worst stories and stuff, but I, I think I've been through a lot of stuff in my life. And... So through struggle, through pain, through actually going through hell, I have a lot of compassion for people because just going into deep on it, I want to be the person I never had. You know, I, we talked a little bit that one time last week is um, all the, the messed up stuff that I've been through in my life, I was by myself. 
like I never had somebody to like help me out, like give me a hug, like shoot me a text or like encourage me or stuff. Like it was just God in me, you know? And I didn't have any other choice than just to overcome and just push through because I was not going to give up. So, and thanks to that, I have a lot of compassion for people because I want to help them and become the person that I didn't have. You know, I want to be that dude that believes in people. I want to be, I want to be that person that cheers for people, encourages people to, to move on, to reach a full potential and just, just to overcoming life, you know. But it all comes down to like personal experience for me. Yeah, and I think that most people go through struggle, but there's there's two camps of people. And I feel like the the most common reaction to struggle is to become angry, to become bitter, to cut yourself off from people, to become cynical. And when I see someone that takes the opposite approach, it's always very interesting. And I always want to learn how that person got there because the, the yeah. more struggle you have, the easier it is to feel that the world sucks or, you know, to hate God or whatever you believe in and to really go down a dark path where, you know, you start using drugs or you start, you know, building these habits to try to silence the noise from the chaos that is in your life. And a lot of people just default to that. How do you or how have you managed to take the opposite approach and turn that struggle into something positive versus something negative? Dude, you said something really important. I think, and I think this is a huge problem in society right now that people are just too soft. That's just the reality. Like I meet my friends, I like talk to my, well, they're not my friends, friends, but like people that I know. And they tell me this stuff that they're going through and how depressed they are and how like, it's just like victim mentality kind of a thing. And then I think like, dude, you don't know like true struggle. You don't know what it feels to truly be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, like you think that, cause I don't know, you didn't get many likes or like your girlfriend broke up with you or just cause like nobody wants to hang out with you. That's a real, that's not a real problem, bro. You know, so for me, it came through personal experience, but I've been so blessed to meet people that have been through worse things and then then i look at their lives and i'm like okay like mine is just like i'm full of crap you know i didn't go through anything yeah. but then to see them overcome push through for example bill schufenauer mm -hmm. the the guy that he's going to talk in 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 three weeks on november 10th i love that dude so much and i want to bring that dude to uh, so he can inspire other people because that dude has been through hell mm -hmm. that guy for example mom was a prostitute Born and raised in Salt Lakes in the streets, came, uh, eat out of ate out of like trash cans in the street, drugs all over the place. Like that kid didn't have any hope, didn't have anybody to like help him out or stuff like that. But he got into sports. Like he made a decision of either I can play the victim and be a victim for the rest of my life, or I can get out of this place. So he chose to get out of the place. Uh, become top five in the nation for track and field, was getting ready for the Sydney Olympics, then got injured, long story short, ended up going to the Olympics. But going from like being a kid in the street, a homeless kid, to be at the top of the top in sports, for me, people like that, that's like, I don't have any excuse. You know, I meet people like that, I'm just like, okay, I'm just full of crowd, I just gotta like keep going, you know? So I think that's something that has really helped me as well, just to look outside and look at other people and since I love helping people as well, when I go through stuff, you know, I, I don't know, God always gives me an opportunity to reach out to somebody else. That's kind of like the rule. Yeah. Like it's never like 
for example, if I, if I have a bad day, like it's never somebody texts me, hey, Ben, you're doing good or a hug. Like that never comes, mm-hmm. which I'm really glad because God knows that the best thing for me is opportunity to focus on somebody else. And then I focus on someone else and then I realize, okay, they're going, what they're going through is way harder than what I'm going through. So then it put things in perspective, you know, then I realized like my problems are just like minimum stuff and it's just like I'm able to help and I don't know, perspective just kicks in, but it's just like I've known way too many people, like my mom, for example, like going into like my personal life, like she's had, she's had cancer uh, before she had, she has had like multiple surgeries in her life. Her dad, which was her best friend, committed suicide when he was 40. Um, And this is also part of my life, but for 35 years, my dad was a really abusive person with my mom. And now they're getting divorced finally. I love my dad regardless of what he's done, but it's just like, it's just reality, you know? So she's been through so much hell, but she's still a happy person. She started a business like a year ago and she's 57, 57. She got her health figured out, she started working out. So it's just like, dude, I don't have an, I can't have an excuse, no. you know? Like there's just so many people out there that have done it with the worst environment and situation. So it's just like, if you don't do it, like literally you're just full of crap. Because for every excuse, or every environment that you've been in your life, there's thousands of people that have overcome, pushed through and became a successful story. You know, so there's evidence in the world that you can make it, Right. you know, so talking about it, that that's kind of like for me, for, for what I see. No, and I agree 100%. And I think that that's the value in connecting with others. Oh, yeah. And actually taking yeah. the time to have conversations, kind of look outside of yourself. That's very difficult for people to do. We live in a very polarized society. Um, and I've actually felt this here. I mean, Utah has a lot of benefits, but you walk down the street and hardly anybody ever talks to you versus, (laughs) you know, for example, you know, my family's from Mexico. I lived in Honduras for two years and I remember walking down the streets of Honduras and everybody always, ah, how are you? You know, very, very friendly. And here it seems to be a lot colder. And so, um, what would you say to somebody that maybe needs some of those examples, but doesn't know where to find them? That's a good question. Um, I think I, I'm a true believer in the law of attraction. For example, you mentioned when you meet one pe- one person, then you meet another one stuff. That works only when you are investing in yourself, mm-hmm. when you become the best version of yourself. If I wouldn't be doing all the things that I'm doing, I'm pretty sure there's no way I would have met, met you. Correct. I'm just 100% sure. Correct. Because you attract who you are. Right. Like the, the energy you put out, the things you do, your mentality, your mindset that the universe and God is going to give you more uh, on that in your life. So I'm a true believer that the first thing you have to do to meet people like that, people that can inspire and stuff like that, is get your crowd together. Like there's four areas in your, in your life, spiritually, mentally, financially, and physically. Start working on those things. Figure out what you want to do in your life. Raise your personal standards. For me, that's the, the first thing that I did in my life. And it's crazy how many doors God has been able to open for me that, dude, Again, with you, I didn't do anything. Like, you just texted me. Like, I can't control that. Right. You know? And, like, all the amazing people I've met, like, I don't, I can't take credit because I literally didn't reach out to them. They mm-hmm. just came. But when I think about, like, the one thing that how that started is because I'm doing a lot in my personal life. I, I love personal development. So, I think... 
people need to get better in their personal life. And if you do that, just that in these four areas, you fix 90% of the problems in society just by erasing your personal standards in your life. Like it's amazing how much you can change and how much good you can attract in your life just by changing yourself first. Yeah, I love that. And when you talk about raising your personal standards, I completely agree with that. I love personal development myself, but I have seen it go in an opposite direction and I would love to get your take on this. I know a lot of people who are very, very much into personal development, very much into uh, raising their standards, but they get to a place where they've raised them so high that they feel that people that are not up to that standard are beneath them or they fall into this mentality of personal development. Like in a selfish way? Yes, to where they are now more enlightened than the next person or... You know, and so it can very easily become a source of arrogance when you believe, uh, and you may or you may not be right, but that you have these, your standards are so high that people are not worthy of you in some way, shape or form. No, I agree. And I think that there is some value to that, uh, but it's a very delicate line. So as somebody that is heavily involved in personal development in trying to help people and in trying to raise your standards, how do you avoid taking that kind of negative turn into arrogance? Dude, I think that's a really, really good question because I've seen a lot of people that do stuff like that and it's kind of annoying because for me, it all starts with the why you're, you want to get better. If it's for just for yourself, cool. That like I, I've done it, like it, it's fine. But I found out that the best way, your best why, the best purpose, it's for other people. For me, I want to get better because I have a lot of work to do. God expects a lot of me. There's a lot of people out there that I've been able to influence in their lives that I know that they need me. So in order for me to be to help them effectively and powerfully, I got to get better. Because, and this is something I always tell my friends, you're never going to hear something that comes out of my mouth that I'm inviting you to do something that I'm not doing. It won't happen. And if it happens, call me up. But it, it most likely won't happen, you know. And people need to understand that the most effective way to help people is for you to raise your personal standards in your life and then teach others how to do it. That's why you do it, you know. For me, it started when in 2020, I had a really like amazing experience that I started thinking about my life of why I'm here, like who am I, like why God waited so long to send me to the earth. Because like if you think about it, like you could, you could be born thousand years ago like three thousand years ago but why now so once i like i started questioning those things in my personal life and i found an answer i was like dude i'm here to help people like that's my purpose and maybe back in the day like i don't know if i didn't i I had much to offer maybe a little bit you know i think i was a a good guy i guess (laughs) but then i started to invest more in myself i caught a lot of my friends that i used to party a lot and, and stuff like that like every weekend so uh, with my friends rather than talking about girls parties and dumb things like I couldn't talk about like this for example mm. about my my goals my life like things I'm going through like talks like, like have a conversation that really matter matters you know so I cut everyone off because for me it's either they add value to my life or they just take in value away so I realized that most of them they were just taking value away and I just started to like become more independent emotionally and mentally I started to work out more, read more, and I got into like personal development, but then I realized that, dude, I've learned so much that I can't keep it to myself. I gotta share this with people, you know? Yeah. And the people I look up to, the people that have really helped me, 
like they only have one thing in common is that they love helping you know if you just do it for yourself and just for fame or money whatever the free you want to do like that's fine but it's not like it won't make you fulfilled like i've tried many things in life and there's nothing that compares to the feeling of making someone better like they're just there's nothing last year for example and i always share this story hey i met this guy i'm not gonna say his name but I, he was hanging out with one of my friends and I had a feeling to talk to him. And I was like, hey, dude, you don't know me. Can I get your phone number? You know? And then I got his phone number and I'm talking about this huge guy. He was like 350 pounds. And then like I called him and I was like, hey, dude, this is Benjamin, whatever. Like, dude, can I just go and talk to you? So I went to his apartment and I was already involved. This was last year. I was already involved in like personal development, 20U, helping people and stuff like that. So I had a, a really good mindset and I was really disciplined as well. So... I just went to his house and I was like, look, dude, you don't know me, but I just had a feeling to talk to you. You know, maybe there's some things in my life that I can help you, but what's going on? Like, I'm just here to like help you. And he saw that I truly care, that there was no agenda, that I just want to add value to his life. Long story short, we talked for two hours. This dude was like about to kill himself. Yeah. Like he was about to, he had a barrel in his mouth multiple times that, that week. And for me just to listen and give practical advice that something like similar as what we're talking about right now. Because I think it's all in your mindset. Like you fix this and you fix your environment. So anyway, I started to meet with him like on a weekly basis, just as a friend. And we started working out together. We did 75 Heart together. Like I was sending him like videos and stuff. For those that don't know what 75 Heart is, like a mental toughness program is really good. And anyway, he, he ended up moving to Vegas. And... Three months ago, I saw him at Vasa at the gym. Like I was working out and if I'm not wearing my glasses, I can't see very well, it's kind of blurry. <laughs> so I see this kid, like really skinny kid. And I was like, no, it can't be him. Like, it's weird. I, 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 my, my eyes might be like, yeah. I'm not seeing correctly. And then like we make eye contact and then like he keeps walking. And then I look at him again. I was like, Kaden? Oh, <laughs> anyway, and then he's like, Benjamin? I was like, Holy, holy crap, dude. I was so impressed. I was like, yeah. bro, what the freak happened? Like, he was 175. His eyes wow. were completely different. His face was completely different. And I was like, bro, what the heck happened? Like, I, I was speechless. <laughs> like, I swear. It, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, dude, come to my house. I want to talk to you. Like, because we also have a podcast with, like, kind of, like, same thing. I was like, what's going on? So he came up to share his story. And this is the best thing. Like, if I could die right there... Like, I, I'm a happy person. Mm -hmm. He said, Ben, that one time you reached out to me and came to my house, again, I was about to kill myself. I was in the darkest place in my life. But at first, I mean, first when you came, I thought you were going to, like, sell me something or, like, get me to, like, sell for a company or something like that. But then I was like, damn, bro, like, this guy actually cares. Like, this is an authentic, real dude. And then I opened my heart with you. And you're the reason why I went through everything I went through. You're the reason I didn't give up. You're the reason why I'm still alive. Bro, I he works with 20U with us. He helps us with like the tech and stuff because I got him involved. Like it gave me chills. Like it gives me so much. I'm a real emotional guy because I care. Like I, I truly, truly care. And that's kind of like my blessing and my curse because I care too much. But it's just like stuff like that, bro. Like it's just... I think people are really selfish right now and I don't know, dude. Like when you actually talk to people, people are not happy. They're not fulfilled. They might say and show on Instagram that they're happy, but 
true happiness and fulfillment comes when you make someone better. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. You know? And I think that it really speaks to the importance of, of having friends, the importance of community, of having a group, of being involved with people that can lift you up. And that, that was really the thing that stood out to me uh, talking about your platform, um, 20U. And so talk to me a little bit about that. Where was that born? Um, where did the idea come from? You're prepping an event yeah. for November 10th where you're going to have speakers and so that was the reason why I, I reached out to you because I saw that Dusky was involved. I looked at your profile. I tried to learn as much as I could about the project before I, I reached out. I stalked you like crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but it was very interesting because I love projects like that. Um, and I'm always curious to find out where, where they came from. So speaking specifically about your apparel brand, 20U, when did that idea kind of come about? And yeah. why the choice to do an apparel company versus a coaching program or something different? Yeah. Why clothing? Yeah. So it started in 2020. That's a, when I figured out part of my purpose, why I'm here. Like it literally like it was the best year of my life. Even though like it's COVID, it was COVID. <laughs> and for a lot of people, it was hell. Like for me, it was amazing. I don't know. So I was like, okay, I want to help people. How I can make a career out of that? First of all, I, want, I love sports. I... I love competing in motocross. Well, I sold my dirt bike to put into the business, like everything. But back in the day, I loved motocross. I still do. So I was like, I'm going to become a professional athlete because I love sports. I literally don't see myself going to school and just like studying like stuff like that. I hated it. So I'll just become an athlete, create great results, become a role model, show what a true athlete is, you know, instead of just like partying and drinking and getting girls and money and you're a good athlete. No, it's more than just an athlete, you know. So I'll create good results and then I'll start a brand that I can help people like start this community, like put a good message out there and stuff. Long story short, I moved to the U.S. for that. It didn't work out because I got a lot of injuries. It's a lot of money. So I was like, okay, my goal is still the same. Like I still want to help people. I want to be a role model. I want to influence people, put a good, like a good message out there. Now I've got to change my plan because like the dirt bike thing is not going to work. So what if I start the brand right now? I met one of my friends, he, he fights MMA and um, he wasn't doing it like serious, like f full in and he was like going to school and stuff like that. So I sat down with him and I was like, dude, look, if there's one thing I'm pretty good at is seeing people's potential. And I truly believe like God wants you to become an MMA fighter and become an athlete, but more, more than just an athlete, like a role model and we can do this together. And I talked about 20 you. I was like, you can be the athlete, I'll do the business stuff and we can do it together. So it was like, it, it was so cool because he was like, yeah, dude, like I'm bored, like drop out of school, like committed to like fighting and stuff like that. So he's like kind of like our athlete, the one that I, yeah. I was trying to do, it didn't work out. So <laughs> and it was, I was like, okay, I want to create a huge brand. I want to create something iconic. Now I see Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, amazing product. But to be honest, they give a crap about the people. It's just, they just want to sell you something. They don't really care if you're doing good or not. Like they just want to like sell your product feels, makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. It's good product quality. Like it's good. That's it. But what if I can create a brand that, you know, the CEO, you know, the people that work in the brand, there's a community involved. Mm -hmm. We care about you. It's not just a product, even though like the products are going to be amazing, but the true purpose of 20U is adding value to your life. And how do we do that? Through a message. Because the one thing that 
has helped me in my life was realizing why am I here? My purpose. Because I realized I had a lot of work to do. Urgency kicked in. And urgency, I love that word. So we want to help people do that. That's what we're going to do the events. That's why we do podcasts. That's why we put the content that we put out and stuff. But I have a high standard. Like, I want to make 20 you, and this will happen. I was saying before, like, the next Nike, but better. But it's more than that. I want to make the Lamborghini clothing. I want to make luxury performance that when you wear 20 U's, like, I want to bring back the professionalism to sports. I want to bring back the seriousness to compete, to working out and stuff like that. I go to the gym and people wearing pajamas. People wearing, like, clothes are all weird. I'm like, dude, take this serious. When you work out, you work out. When you train, you train. For those who are athletes, you're going to be a role model. It's more than just wearing, like, it's just more than just a sport. You're going to be a role model for people. So I want to create all this for 20 years. That's kind of like my vision. I, I see this thing going big. We have our first drop coming in November. But the main purpose of our products is just a reminder of who you are. First of all, we got to do a certain work with the individual so you can understand what the 20 means, what the you means, what the emergency means, what the message means. And then when I wear this, like I, I feel part of something because this has added so much value to my life that I'm loyal to it. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's a very interesting concept because in most cases, when you build you know, a consumer brand, you're just trying to sell. And it's all about the numbers, right? Well, how much does it cost me to make? How much does it cost me to ship? What are my margins? Have a little bit of social media. And you're just trying to sell, especially when you talk about apparel companies because apparel companies tend to be low-margin low yeah. companies. And so when you talk about low-margin companies, you really have to invest wisely to try to grow the brand. The fact that you have taken the initiative to build community around a consumer product to me is very, very interesting because I, I think that it's what can make you very unique. It's what can make yeah. you different. It's yeah. what can uh, really set you apart from any other t-shirt company or clothing brand. But not only that, but it also increases the level of difficulty to be able to grow. It's freaking hard. <laughs> right? We were talking about this before. Yeah. It definitely raises the level of difficulty because not only do you have to monitor the quality of your brand and the people that are working for you, but now, for example, we talk about this event, you're prepping the event, the logistics of the event, who's going to speak, where is it going to be at, ticket sales, is it on the website, is it not on the website, where is it being publicized, is it on the on the screens, is it, so all of that kind of jumps into it on top of the inherent difficulty of building a consumer clothing brand in the first place. And so... Uh, as an athlete, do you enjoy that? Do you find a certain satisfaction in knowing that you really are taking the, the long way around? Oh, yeah, dude. 100%. Like, I, I'm playing the long term. For me, I don't. I know I'm not going to make money for the last for the first year, two years, three years, four years, and I'm cool with it. Like, I, I know that. I'm not doing it for the money. Now, I'm putting everything into 20U, but there, there, there's one thing that is really important with the in-person stuff, the community. You see social media, how many new brands you see like e-commerce stuff and it's just like, it's just a brand. And with social media, I don't know, I'm, I didn't really trust the government a lot and everything that's going on <laughs> in the world right now. Like I'm banned from, so, from Instagram cause like I'm really open about like my views and like I just talk the real stuff even if people don't like it, I really don't give a crap. But it's just like I'm being banned for example on my personal profile. So I'm like, how can I rely on a platform that I have literally no control of, you know, since COVID started 
it, technology has, in, has increased so much. Like everybody was from their phones. Everybody was buying like Amazon, like stuff like that. Now the metaverse came out and different people have like their different opinions. But I think technology, it, it's really good for you depending on, on how you use it. Mm-hmm. But this, we cannot, we, we need to experience it. You were talking in the beginning that you go in the street, nobody say, says hi to you. Why? Because people have no social skills. That's true. <laughs> people lack so many skills right now because they're used to having on the freaking phones, posting videos. People have more confidence on TikTok than in real life, dude. And that's a problem. It's a problem. So for me, I'm an in-person dude. Like I I told you, I'd really struggle with social media because I want to do things in person. And what I found out is that people are craving the in-person experience. That's why retailers are making so much money right now. Like huge companies, like local business are increasing because it's just like people want that experience. Even if it's easy to like buy something in Amazon or like deliver to you or something like that, like they're craving the human interaction. And that creates loyalty as well, which that is the long game that I'm playing because I, I don't care about just like one customer and like comes and goes. I want them to stay for 20, 30, 50, 60 years and then that their family stay. In order to do that, you have to do a certain work in person with them. You know, they have to know you. They yeah. have to know who you are. You have to be transparent about it. And that's what you makes know? it so difficult because when you want to scale, it's, and Gary Vee talks about this all the time, but you're scaling the unscalable. Like going one-to-one, that takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. It takes a lot of organization. It takes a lot of uh, investment. And that's why I say that you take the long way around. But at the end of the day, I, I agree with you. It does create more value for the individual. Now, talk to us specifically about the name, yeah. 20U. Uh, where did that name come from? Did you toy around with different names, different concepts? And why did you ultimately choose 20, number 20, if you can't see it on the screen, 20, and then the letter U? Where did that come from? So that started in, I had it for a while. I think I, I had it in 2020, but... The 20 is because when I was 20, I found my purpose and it was in 2020. So the number 20 has a really special meaning for me. And the word you stands for urgency. So I have urgency in your 20s because I truly believe like your 20s are the most important age of your life, like the time of your life. It's where you build a foundation for your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, like all the way. So I just see my friends and, well, not my friends, but people that I know just like messing around, hanging out, just having fun and stuff like that, just like wasting their whole time. And I'm like, dude, you're not gonna be in your 20s forever. Like now is the moment to get urgent. Now is the moment to sacrifice everything you want in life so you can enjoy for the rest of your life like long-term, play the long-term game. But your 20s are crucial. If you can figure this out when you're in your 16, 17, 18, perfect. Like I wanna help you. But I think your 20s are so important that not a lot of people value their 20s and how much you can get done in your 20s as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I can I have the example of, of my own life. I got into real estate at age 22. Yeah, and I, started, I saw the picture you posted. Yeah, it. right? So <laughs> I, I looked like I was 12. So I got in when I was 22 and I, would, I was what's called a showing agent or I didn't have any clients, I didn't have any business. Yeah. I would just go and show houses to other people's clients. And I did that ever since I was 22 up until now that I'm- Would you like to have started earlier though? Yes. It would make a huge difference. Of course. Yeah. But I agree with you that if you can figure it out in your 20s, if you can attach yourself to good mentors, you're gonna get way further. I mean, now I'm 31, now 
I own my own real estate agency. But I wouldn't have been able to do that if I wouldn't have taken advantage of my 20s. 100%. So I, I can really resonate with that because that was my life experience as well. Putting in the work from the age of you know 22 to 30, that's what allowed me to then be here and be able to say I have my own company, I have my own agency, and it's, and it's going well. Um, and so – but it's this difficult balance between having urgency, which I totally agree – but then there's always the counter argument to that, which is, well, you know, you just got out of high school or you're, you just started college. You have to go out and have fun, travel the world, do all these different things before you settle down. So how can people find that balance between achievement and figuring out your purpose and you know, really getting set on what you want to do for the rest of your life versus the other argument, which is you're just 20, bro. Like you're young, you have time, you can figure it out. Um, don't, don't be so hard on yourself because you have time. Well, I'm an extremist. That's mm -hmm. my, my problem. So I, don't, I don't think it's a problem, so but it's just like, I see life as black and white, like good or bad, full throttle or don't do it at all. Like half-hearted, get out of the way. This is the way I see it. You want to fun, I get it. You want to party, you want to enjoy your twenties. But there's this podcast from Ed Milet that it really got into my heart that he said, Winning in life is more fun than fun is fun. And Say that again for the people in, in the life back. is more fun than fun is fun. <laughs> yeah. Fulfilling your purpose, creating something, building a company, that's the real flex. Not partying, traveling, just having fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy work. I enjoy reading. I enjoy working out. I enjoy going for a run. I have a lot of fun. I have fun with my friends, but I want to win. Now, I think it all comes down when people say like, oh, but you got to like still have balance and, 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 and hang out and stuff. L look at the great people, dude. I mean, I the people I look up to, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryant, the Andy Frisellas, the people I look up to, do you think Lewis Hamilton goes like 50 miles in the track? Dude, he goes full throttle, mm. full throttle. Kobe so, Bryant would wake up at freaking yeah. 3 a.m., not even 3 a.m., he would be 3 a.m. shooting basketball, yeah. at the basketball court. Yeah. Like, if you truly want a winning life and create something great, dude, there's a sacrifice you have to pay. Like, if you want a party and you have a balance, have balance. But the great people, people who are remembered, people who build a legacy, people who change the world, dude, they don't have balance. No, you have to sacrifice something. You can enjoy balance in the future, you know, I see, for example, Andy Frisella, he always talks about now he's enjoying with his cars, family and stuff like that. But if you want to create something great, which that's the real flex of winning life, have balance later. But if you want to have everything right now, oh, but I want to work out, but I need to like have my cheat meal on Monday and eat. Dude, you're just full of crap. You're, that, that's, that's, you're not committed. That's just the reality that it, com that it comes down to. You know, so for me, the people I look up to and the expectations and, and standards and goals that I have, I want to be great. I, I want to win. I want to win in all areas of my life. And in order to do that, it's going to take a lot of effort. I, I tell my girlfriend, dude, I'm sorry, but don't expect from me like we're going to go to like Vegas or to the beach or stuff like that because I'm putting all my money here. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. We're going to hang out. We're going to go on dates and stuff like that. But you see your friends that they're traveling, join the world. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm sorry. Either stay or leave, whatever you want. But like if you're able to see the vision, the long-term game, we'll win together. 
And you, is, you will enjoy everything. What is her response to that? Dude, she loves it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's just so cool because like she gets it. It's so hard to like for girls. Mm -hmm. Like it, I, that's something I put in my law of attractions. Like I want a girl that understand, speaks the winning language, mm -hmm. that gets it. Because I'm not going to sacrifice who I am, my purpose, my goals for somebody else. Either you keep up or get out. And the problem is that a lot of people do. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right? And the partner that you select has so much to do with whether so or not you're going to win. Because if all of a sudden you're trying to do a certain thing and the person that you have you know, with you doesn't believe in that or criticizes you or doesn't want you to, be, to sacrifice the time or the money or the effort or whatever, then it's very hard for somebody to push through that. And so I think that for the people listening, be selective of your partner. Be selective of the per, of the people that you decide to let into your life because bringing the wrong individual in can do so much damage and you might be able to get through that. Some people have gone through that, but yeah. the level of difficulty just goes up exponentially. A hundred percent. Dude, I, I have a rule that if I'm not happy, if I'm not confident, if I'm not fulfilled by myself, I don't, I, I can't be with somebody else, like with a girl or something. For me, I have to earn it. And in order to earn it, I have to be doing something in my life. And I think that's the unlock, right? Because oh, yeah. it's not the other person's job to fulfill no, you. No, no. Or not the other person's job to make you happy. And that's something that relationships suck here, even though they portray that they're really happy in social media and all this no, bull crap, bad. but they're not. <laughs> Talk to people, bro. Like no. they would, they should get, all of them, they should get divorced because it's a mess. Like a mess. either the dude depends on the girl, the girl depends on the dude. It's just... I see my friends getting married like 20, 21. And I'm like, yeah, congratulations. But I'm like, bro, you're going to suffer. Mm -hmm. Short term, you might figure it out. Long term, it's you're going to struggle. And I'm not saying that you have to be financially freedom before you get married. No, but figure out what the freak you want to do with your life. Mm -hmm. Figure out your purpose or where you want to go. You said it, right? Be content by yourself. Yes. And be then find something alone. else, somebody else and add right. them to your life. Add them. Don't try to find someone that can fill your voids for you. A hundred percent. I was talking with my girlfriend about it yesterday because like I see like all these, all of my friends like posting like all this picture with social medias with the with their partner or girl or boyfriend, whatever. And I'm like, dude, the real flex is not the event. The real flex is not like having a girlfriend or getting married or just having a family. The real flex is the quality of the event. The quality of the relationship that we're helping, serving together, building something. We have something to bag it up. You know, it's not just like that. Oh, I'm, I'm married or I have a girlfriend. It's just like, it's not the relationship. It's what do you do with it? What are you guys doing? Where are you guys going? That's what truly matters, you know? So it's just like, I don't know. We could be talking about relationships. No, like I love that. Freaking five hours. I think know? it's but a very it's, important concept yeah. because it ties into what we're talking about. It ties yeah. into business. It ties into finding out what you want to do with your life. It ties into your your self esteem, your personal development. I mean, the the relationship aspect is critical, and I've seen a ton of examples in my own life of yeah. people that unfortunately make the wrong decision. They're with the wrong person. And it doesn't mean that the other person is good, bad, or, or otherwise. It's just it might not fit that particular yeah. individual, right? And so yeah. the whole relationship conversation is tremendous. Now, uh, talk to us a little bit specifically about your event. So you have an event coming on yeah. November 10th. Um, I really want to help push that. So talk to us about what what's going to happen. So again, the purpose starting with the purpose of the event. We want to do in-person stuff. We want to do more events that people come, see, listen. We can like hang out, listen to us, like see who we are. That's what I want to do. 
and and show that we truly care because at the end of the day that's the most important thing we want to show that we truly care and we do we truly do and so bill is coming dusk is coming i'm going to be speaking and we I, i wanted to bring people who are actually fulfilling their purpose like we're going to be doing this event three to four months we did a partnership with uvu so if you're a UVU student or you go UVU, you're going to see my face all over the place. Like, there's like... How does that feel, by the way? <laughs> it feels kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, it's just like... Like, it lasted for like... I saw it the first time and it's like, this is cool. Now I got to get back to work. Like, yeah. it, it lasted for a few minutes, but it, it feels good. Yeah. But I need to get the result. Like, mm-hmm. I can have my picture, but if I don't get 400 people, like, it doesn't even matter, sure. you know? So the event is going to be amazing. And I have a really high standard. We're going to have music, lights. We're going to show our documentary in the beginning. So I'll be speaking in the beginning for a couple minutes, then Dalski and then Bill, and then we're going to do Q&As. And these people are amazing. Again, I know them personally, both of them. I mean, we talked with Dalski, I think it was yesterday, Friday. Like that dude got burned, like almost, almost died. Mm-hmm. And his whole life changed. And I think, I truly believe that that experience helped him like find his purpose of why he's here. And like he started helping people more and serving and just like adding value to people's lives and his life just like improved like 150%. Same thing with Bill. That's a dude that he cares so much about people, bro. It's, it's just so cool. And again, he came from hell. He came from the streets to silver medalist that the US never had a medal in that sport for 47 years, three-time Olympian. Dude, that's a hard thing to do. Course. So I want to show people, first of all, that their problems are nothing. I want to show people that you got to stop playing the victim, that look, l- listen to real stuff, real problems. And they became su- a successful story. So that means that they're not special. They're not different than you. They were not born and raised in a different way than you. God doesn't love them more than they do to you. And if they do it, did it, you can also do it. That's the whole purpose of it. That if I can, if they can, other people can as well because we're not different that different you know like i was raising a dude i came from like a really small town countryside eighty thousand people i live like with sheep and like animals and stuff like i i cheated all my way through high school i'm not i don't think i'm a smart person when it comes to academic stuff but if i did it everybody can that's the, the the whole thing of this event show people what's possible Show people successful stories instead of like being in your phone watching Justin Bieber or like Kardashians <laughs> or Lanny, Lanny, whatever the dude's name is. Like re- true role models who've achieved stuff and who have overcome stuff in their lives. That's the whole purpose of the event. Yeah. And I think the cool thing is when you realize that there are so many rock stars here in Utah. Yeah. I mean, there's hey, so You're talking the next event, so, so many- you, you better start. <laughs> Talking to people about it. I'll be already. There's so many. I sung to you. I'm going to sing in the I'm there, brother. There's so many great people. There's so many great people in the business space, in athletics, a lot of really great individuals. And so I think it's, yeah, it's exciting to, to know that there are people here in your hometown that are inspirational, people that have achieved great things. You even talk about having, you know, trying to get Manti Teo, his whole the Netflix documentary I'm telling and you, professional he's be football there. player. And then I'm, you're going to show me this video when I said <laughs> it. And then I'm gonna be like, I told you he's going to be there. And that's what makes it so exciting because it's not people that, that are famous or people that are from somewhere else. It's people from your hometown. Yeah. It's people that are here. It's people that, you know, drive the same streets that you drive, go to the same grocery stores that you go to, go to the same schools. 
And so I think that that also makes it very, very unique. So November 10th, what time is the 7 event PM. at? 7 p.m. to? Yeah. Uh, 9 p.m. 7 to like 9. A, Where yeah. can people get tickets? So you can go to 20u.com, letters, 20u, not with the numbers. Okay. 20u.com. You can also visit our, our Instagram, 20u.official. We have the link posted there. You can go to my personal profile. Uh, you said you were going to put it on. Yeah, the, we'll put oh, it in there. the show notes. Everything will be yeah. there. It's going to be the link. It's in my bio. It says a link to tickets or get tickets or something. And this is the cool thing. Since we love helping people, each ticket is $12. But we're not making any profit out of it. We're actually like in putting money here. Mm. All of the money from the tickets, like I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing a dollar. They're going to a nonprofit at UVU to help students that like resources for food, tuition, books, rent. Because again, I, I'm a true believer that once when you want to do good, when you want to give, the universe and God gives you more of that. So that's what I want to do. I don't do it just to receive. No. I didn't do it to give, but the law is just like you're going to get. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a good cause. You're going to get a lot of value. Plus, you're helping people who like, dude, I know a lot of people here that they utilize like their dream. They come from... I don't know, Colombia, Venezuela, or other countries that they don't have much like financial help. Mm -hmm. And they made it here. So like school is really expensive, rent is expensive. So we just want to help. That's the the whole thing. We just want to give and help and make people better. So. I love that. So all profit, all money, profits go to the yeah. nonprofit. Yeah. So it's an event for a good cause. And then last of all, talk to us about the actual apparel, the actual clothing. You mentioned a yeah. drop in November. Yeah. So how can people get merged up? So not yet. The thing is, I have a really high quality standard for products and manufacturing and stuff like that. So I didn't want it to make just like cotton and sell it for $40, but make like $30 <laughs> yeah. of profit. Like that's not, no. Like if I'm going to sell something expensive, the quality has to be really good. Again, 20U is going to be the Lamborghini, but for clothing. Like we're bringing luxury to the performance, to the sport, to athletes, to workout. So we're getting the long sleeves. This is just like mine because we're getting in black and white. And on the first week of November, I have my manufacturer that she just texted me and like, they told us they're, they're shipping everything right now. So it's really cool. It's really quality stuff. We're also dropping a, a women's clothing line in December and like with sports bras, leggings and stuff like that. And we're also getting shorts for guys that are getting in the after the t-shirts because we want to build momentum once we get all the products. But it's it's high quality stuff. That's why it took us so long to launch the products because I don't know. I think nobody teaches you this, but I think the really hard thing when you start a business is finding like a manufacturer, like creating. A well, product. that's it's, why it's the apparel business hard. is so hard <laughs> yeah. because it doesn't. It, a lot of it doesn't depend on you. Oh, 100%. Right? And some manufacturers are overseas, some are in another. the U.S. is expensive, plus you don't have much, like, fabric. It's so crazy. I had to do a lot of research and, like, study the fabrics. And now yeah. I'm I'm an, kind of, like, an expert. And now I'm, like, helping my other friend with his company with clothing and stuff. Yeah. So it's just, like, I've learned a lot. Yeah. So it, it's really cool. But, but the good thing with you putting yourself through that process is that people can trust that, like you said, it's going to be a quality product. Oh, 100%. Right? So, yeah. uh, guys, the event, November 10th, 7 p.m., uh, UVU campus, we will put all of the info Thank in, in the show it. notes. We'll yeah. share it in the stories. And also, guys, connect with our social media. We'll put that in there as well yeah. so that you can be on top of the drops, whether it be the men's line, the women's line. 
Um, but thank you so much, Benjamin. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show. I, I really enjoy speaking with people that believe what I believe. And I, I, I truly feel like that needs to be spread. So there's yeah. so much negativity in the world, so many you know, headlines and things. And you said it yourself, people are struggling. So those of us that have a positive message, I feel like we need to be much louder uh, than, than we yeah. are. Yeah. And the louder we can be, then the better. And I, I want to say something to finish about, about you, Tony, because I, I, I really appreciate who you are. Again, I've only met you like this the second time, but I can just tell when you're a good guy or when you're not. I want you just full of crap or you actually care. And you're a dude that you actually care. For those who listen to Tony, like listen to this guy. Like you have a lot to give. I wish if this world could have more people like you. I appreciate Bro, that. this world would be completely different. <laughs> like I'm telling Thank you. Thank you, brother. Like it's just like, I, I don't take that for granted. Sure. Because I can recognize that there's not many people out there. You're an authentic, real dude that gives a crap. You care about people. You you give. You, we were just talking about it. You do like the where you're gonna do the class right now, and then you do the podcast because you love dealing with people. You love helping people. You you love adding value. So guys, if there's one guy to listen, listen to this guy. He has a lot to a lot to share. Thank you so, so much, brother. I just wanted to give you. I that appreciate idea. that. No, thank you, truly, from the bottom of my heart. That's why we do what we do, and that's why I resonate so much with you. You know, saying that that's that's what brings you fulfillment. That's what makes me happy. Yeah. That's that's fun for me. Fun for me is giving a class, helping agents, helping podcasters get set up with their show. That for me is fun. I leave that feeling happy and feeling fulfilled. And that's why I think that people like us need to be louder. Yeah. So I commend you. I congratulate you. Um, and I wish you all the success in the world. Thanks, brother. My brother, we are totally on the boat with you. So guys, check him out. Check out his stuff. Connect with him on Instagram. <clears throat> if you have any questions about the event, send a dm yeah. check out the website all the information is going to be there and with that guys this has been another episode of the ask tony show till next time